that maybe won't be the year that you hoped just like last year wasn't but we can still do small things to to make progress towards our goals Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Charlie. And I'm Femke, and Happy New Year! This is our first episode of 2021, and we are recording this in early January, so it really does feel like a, a fresh start, a new chapter, a whole new year that I'm really looking forward to. And as kind of has become tradition on this show, we tend to kind of take the first episode of every year to talk a little bit about our goals, our hopes, our kind of, you know, intentions for the year ahead and some of the things we're thinking about doing or planning. So we're going to get a little bit into some of that in this episode, probably going to be a little bit more of a like personal episode, you know, in contrast to our other ones where we're going to talk a little bit more about our own projects and our own hopes and and goals for the year. Before we get into it, though, let's have a bit of a catch up. It's been a holiday break. I've had some time off. You've had some time off. How are you feeling coming back to work and how was your break? The break was good. I didn't do anything, but it was still good. I only took five days off over Christmas, but it still felt like a good reset to come into the new year, you know, and then working in the week between Christmas and New Year was very light and Mm -hmm. I don't know, just got got to wrap a lot of stuff up and, and, and that felt good too, but... Yeah, coming back to work 2021 is not being, I don't know, I'm not super excited to be back. (laughs) I wish I was still on break, honestly. I don't know what it is because, you know, I do like work and I'm generally a person who enjoys a Monday and that sort of thing. But yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe I need to take more time off or something like that. I'm not sure. But or maybe it's just the general pandemic state of the world. I would much rather be watching a cheesy movie on Netflix than working these days. Yeah, I hear you. I took two weeks off, so a bit longer than you, but even still that didn't feel like enough for me. And I'm feeling kind of similar, like coming back to work, not super excited or like not feeling ready. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, Not ready. Not ready. Yeah. I usually I am, you know, really excited about coming back to work, but I don't know, my spirits are a little, little low this year. I, I spent the whole two weeks of holidays at home, which is rare for me to to not go anywhere during a vacation time and I don't know I guess holiday period you know I reflected a bit on my family haven't seen them in about two years now don't know when I'm gonna see them like I don't know there just wasn't much to be excited about to be honest other than maybe the end of 2020 though you know I I'm kind of cynical like don't really see the the new year is like making any difference to anything so I don't know. Yeah, not super excited to be back either, but also like kind of kind of feeling good about like hopefully kind of a clean slate or a fresh start. So I'm like trying to look at it that way. Um, but yeah, still would have appreciated some more more relaxation time. I bet that we're not the only ones feeling this way either. Like I bet a lot of our listeners are nodding along right now thinking, yep, <laughs> I feel the same way about going back to work. Yeah. I will say that, you know, my lack of feeling ready or excited about heading back to work for 2021, I am excited about the fresh start. And even though nothing changes when the calendar changes Between over years, the start of yeah. new year, <laughs> I know nothing changes, but it still feels like a change for me. And I love this time of year. Like 
Honestly, I would say that New Year is my favorite quote-unquote holiday for that reason. Oh, yeah. I love the idea of a fresh start. That's why I usually like Mondays. And I don't know, just I love taking time to reflect and like take that clean slate approach, which, you know, really I could take any day I choose, but there's something about the new year just that just makes it stick better, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to dive in and talk about... 2021 plans dreams hopes goals whatever you want to call it as long as you don't call it resolutions apparently because those are like very frowned upon these days <laughs> i intentionally didn't use that word in the I know, intro I noticed. <laughs> well done <laughs> i knew that like both of us feel a bit iffy about that word so like did you take any time over the break to have a think about this like what's kind of been your process and if you want to tell us a little bit about where your head's at and what you're thinking about for 2021 Yeah, so usually for the past few years at least, I've done Sean Blanc's Plan Your Year workbook. This is something that he puts out each year, but like also you could get it once and reuse it for future years, like the template. I didn't do that this year because I was looking back over my Plan Your Year workbook for 2021 and realizing that I kind of just want to pick it all up. Uh, sorry, my Plan Your Year workbook from 2020. And I just want to pick it all up and move it to this year. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't get to do pretty much any of it, you know, all those things that I wanted to do then I still want to do now. And so I didn't really feel the need to plan anew in terms of like a general sense of what I wanted to do for the year. But also in 2020, I feel like it really hit me hard. The amount of planning I'd done, um, because in these workbooks, you sort of go through and like think, okay, what's everything I want to do now? Let's fit it into different months and things like that and plan how much time we need to spend on each thing. And that level of planning, you know, I did it and then the pandemic hit. And of course, none of it could come to fruition because things were changing constantly. Right. I didn't feel like I could plan a trip for October in May (laughs) because we didn't know what was going to be happening by October, you know. And so just maybe I've been a little put off detailed planning of exact timings for things into the future in my side hustles. I think that's... uh, That's what's happened there. So my approach this year has sort of just been to write a list of the things I want to do. A lot of them are things that were on last year's list that like, you know, I'm holding loosely and trying to be okay if they don't happen because maybe travel won't be a thing again until like November and I can't cram in seven trips (laughs) that I want to take once travel opens up. But um, I've also sort of framed it, my main things, as promises to myself for 2021. Like, hmm. What do I want to promise myself that I'm going to do this year? So that's that's where I started. And then the project sort of came from that. Mm. Do you want to talk first about your approach to it? And then we go into details. Or would you like me to share details? Yeah. Well, why don't I share a bit about what yes. I've been kind of going through? Uh, just before the break, I did a workshop with our lovely friend, Holly Arnett, who we've mentioned many times on the show. Uh, and a friend of hers, Amy Finlayson, they put a workshop on together think was called like incredible unstoppable year or something like that it was basically like planning 2021 uh in terms of like what are your different sort of offerings and like what are your quarterly income goals that kind of stuff and it was kind of cool to like I think most of the people that took the workshop were like kind of full-time doing their own thing like running their own business but me I kind of approached this to my side projects only which was kind of cool I'd never really thought about sitting down and making like income goals for my side projects I only started making income on my side projects in 2020 and 
I feel like 2020 for me was a bit of an experiment. Like, what can I make money on? And like, I'm going to try these different revenue streams. And I didn't really have any goal because I just had no expectation and no idea how it would go. So now that I've kind of had that like trial run of 2020 throughout that workshop, it really got me thinking about, okay, what are my like revenue goals for each quarter and what are the different revenue streams and like how much do I want to make from each of those streams? So my approach kind of started there, I guess, with the more financial goals and then thinking about the different like offerings I can provide and the different revenue streams and the different value and how it all kind of packages together is sort of what I've been trying to work through a little bit in my head. So yeah, I I haven't set like an intention for the year or anything like that, but I'm more kind of, I guess, approaching this from like a side business kind of angle or or perspective, I suppose. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I actually did something similar in terms of picking which projects I do based on what I'm optimizing for. Because it sounds like what Mm. you're optimizing for is these financial goals that you've set, right? Like you've got these goals, so then you complete the work that's going to get you to those goals. Right. That makes a ton of sense. This is what we, like an approach we sort of take at work, is that we have a North Star metric that we're aiming for. And so we choose projects to work on based on what's going to help us reach that metric. I say, yeah. So being a nerd, I just took that work approach and applied it to my life. Um, <laughs> of course you did. So the, the things that I'm optimizing for this year are building my reputation within mm. the design industry, mm-hmm. building up my passive income, working towards long-term dreams. For this case, it's for me, it's writing a book and optimizing for balance. I'm not going to say work-life balance, but just balance in life in general. So for, for me, that's things like ease of creation of stuff right you know taking on things that is gonna work towards those other stuff but isn't gonna throw my balance off and like have me working too many hours on side hustles yeah yeah I really like how you've broken it up into those things something I'm thinking about like I guess an angle I'm considering taking into the year or I don't know how to describe it is just like thinking about efficiency and like creating systems for myself I feel like I'm getting to a point with my side projects where like I'm struggling to scale with like the current workflows that I have and so I'm trying to think about like okay well I want to scale and I have these income goals I need to figure out how to make this more efficient I need to figure out like how to still enjoy that process like create some systems make it really easy like everything just sort of clicks together Uh, so that's kind of something I'm trying to figure out a little bit like early in the year now so that I can like really kind of run the year um, with that kind of system in place which I hope will help me scale and grow throughout the year yeah I'm sure it will I love that I'm really excited to be heading into this year as my first, like, you know, first start of a year with the team, quote unquote, that I have in place that we talked about in a a past episode. Like um, this month, this is going a little off track, but you know me and how I like to do my monthly focuses thing. Mm -hmm. I sort of fell out of doing that last year because because 2020, I feel like that's an excuse enough by itself. But this year I want to get back into it. And I was like, okay, I said to my assistant, Chloe, I'm like, right. This month's focus is on the newsletter. We're going to do X, 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 and we're going to like get it to this level or whatever. And like having someone else in on that with me was really exciting, like to share that goal with her and for her to be like, great, let's do it. Like I'm jumping into doing this task. And I'm like, oh, this is so fun. I feel like I'm not just like, 
you know, pottering around by myself, making things happen. Yeah, that is so rewarding. I think that for me, that will really help give me some focus and clarity this year. And I mean, I'm I'm not planning to do monthly focuses per se like you are, but I, I agree actually having like the freelancer I work with, Flo, having that accountability partner makes a huge difference. It's something that I'm I'm learning as I as I also work alongside a few other people that help me with my side projects. It it helps feel and give me more momentum and focus, which I'm really excited to continue carrying throughout twenty twenty one. Yeah, exactly. Like I never want to have to say to Chloe, Oh no, I sorry, I um I didn't write the newsletter this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Shall I share with you my top line like promises to myself for 2020. Yeah, let's hear it. Where it all stems from. Okay. I'll be interested to hear if this is the sort of thing that you would expect to, you're expecting to hear when I pitch that. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Promise number one is that I'm going to write every day. Even if it's just a sentence or two, I'm going to sit down with my iPad, open up Ulysses and write every day. Um, I'm also going to promise that to myself that I'm going to do some form of movement for my body five days a week. So whether that's yoga, a walk, 10 minute hit class, whatever it is, I'm going to do something at least five days a week. So for me, it's usually the weekdays that, that I do that. Um, and another promise is I'm going to enter each new week feeling rested and organized. And this one I sort of added last minute on Monday when I realized (laughs) that I'd spent Sunday cleaning up my office, putting things away, like, I don't know, sorting out stuff on my computer, making sure that I was all planned for the week ahead. And it just felt really nice on that Monday to have had all that done. And it seems really obvious, but it's just not something that I usually (laughs) take the time to do. So um, those are my promises to myself for 2021. There's lots of projects and stuff I want to do where I'm optimizing for those things that I talked about before. But Top line, if I do those things, then I will call it a successful year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I think these are great. I'm surprised to not hear like project specific things like related to your projects. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about maybe the intention behind why you've tried to keep these kind of high level, I suppose? I think because of the way that 2020 showed me how much plans can change. (laughs) Focuses change. And like sometimes for good reason, quite honestly, like every project I completed last year was like mostly not things that I had on my list at the start of the year, but I'm really glad I did them. And so it's just like keeping things open for that. Writing is very closely tied into a lot of the projects that I'm working on that I will write every day promise to myself. But like it leaves it open for that writing that I do to be for anything that I deem worthy that day, whether it's my newsletter, the book, something else, a blog post, I don't know, um, even just sort of like journaling, uh, then it can count in a way and and it makes it a bit more flexible. Yeah, that's actually a really nice approach to it because then you're not like punishing or penalizing yourself if like, oh, I didn't work on my newsletter this week or I didn't work on... I don't know, writing a YouTube script or whatever. But like, as long as you're writing, it doesn't really matter what the output of that is, right? It's more about like the intention. Yeah, because it's about building a habit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. The intention and the habit. I do, don't get me wrong, have a list of like things that I want to do or achieve in 2021 as well. <laughs> sure, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> we can get into that also, but I would love to hear your top lines. First of all, what are the main things that you want to do this year? Yeah, I think I hinted at it a little earlier. So Mine are not so high level as yours. So I've set myself an 
a side income goal of like $10,000 per quarter. So $40,000 Canadian dollars, to be clear. In 2021, I made, for those of you who I actually, by the time this episode goes out, I will have just published my video reporting on my 2020 side income, which was $26,000 Canadian dollars in 2020. Nice, fam. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank I feel you. like 40k <laughs> is setting a good goal then yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. That it'd, it'd be a nice increase. I feel like that's doable, but it's not so easy that it's pointless to set us a goal. Yeah. In the video, I, I at the end of it, I talk about this new goal and I kind of mention that it's a stretch goal. Like I like to challenge yeah. myself and set a stretch goal. Like I know if I set the goal to like 30k, it's probably a bit too easy. Uh, and in 2020, to be honest, I only started making side income in like April, May. So I totally missed a whole quarter. So I'm feeling pretty optimistic about setting like the stretch goal of 40k. So that's kind of my top high level overarching goal, I suppose. And then I I have a few different like ideas of different verticals or like revenue streams within that. Some of the existing things I have, like the videos, the newsletters, you know, sponsored stuff I do there. I have two other things I'd really like to try this year. Uh, One is doing more like events, paid for events. Uh, So that might be like live streams that are a paid for live stream. That's like an event where like there's another guest and we talk about you sell tickets, things like that. Um, Late last year, I did a workshop with a colleague of mine publicly and we did it for free because it was the first time we wanted to kind of trial it, get some feedback. But now we're pretty confident that we, you know, want to turn that into something that we can actually put a ticket price on. So I have a few ideas there. And the other thing I'm thinking about studying this year is actually like a community membership for myself. So I'm still brewing a little bit. I'm not in a rush to do it. I really want to make sure that it's something that I'm, you know, going to be able to show up for and like provide a lot of value in there. So I'm still in the very early days of planning that. Um, But that's kind of my like, you know, 100 true fans kind of um I guess like offer that I'm planning to have where I don't need it to be like thousands of people in there, you know, as long as there's hundred true fans, quote unquote, um, in there that, you know, are supporting me and I'm supporting them and kind of become like my people, my little community. That's kind of my goal by the end of 2021 is to have that in place that it's going like really well, really solid. It's a good, that's kind of my maybe passive income stream I know it's not completely passive it'll definitely require work on my part but that's kind of the ultimate like I guess offer that I want to push people to like hey if you want to support me if you want more like this is the place you should go right rather than like a course or something like right this is what you want to do instead yeah right so that's like my end kind of big like big ticket offering although that, you know nothing to do with the price uh so yeah I'm kind of strategically trying to think there about like how all these different revenue streams and models like ultimately lead up to this membership thing and then on the side something else just quickly I realized that the mentoring I've been doing last year has been pretty successful yeah just slightly <laughs> it's also something I'm trying to think about like more strategically how to kind of optimize that a bit more at the moment I only have like one-off sessions but I'm thinking of doing like you know maybe up front you can book like five sessions or something and it becomes more of a coaching thing uh, so yeah those are just some of the the tactical things I'm thinking of in 2021 nice I love it. And that sort of is the projects then that you're working on too, right? Yeah. Yeah. To um, how to re- meet those goals. Yeah. Great. Totally. Which one is going to be the, the 
biggest lift for you the most work the like scariest new thing what do you think the community i think the membership uh i'm really afraid of it being dead you know of people joining and then nobody's active or nobody's sharing um so i'm really trying to think about how to foster like that cultivate conversation and discussion and like regular you know chats and i'm thinking about having like you know a monthly call with you know anyone can join and there's a set topic that's pre-decided and we can just discuss that topic you know trying to think about how how I can keep the momentum going uh, and also thinking about maybe having some like moderators or something like that to kind of help me out with that space but yeah it's it's kind of a newish territory I mean we have a community for design life obviously so it's not completely new but for me to run it on my own is is new so I'm trying to make sure that I can commit and can show up for it as I need to. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Can I run through my projects Please. for 2021? Yes. So a lot of it is to do with writing. There is two books that I'm currently working on. When when I say working, it's like... Thinking loose. about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mostly thinking about sort of like planning. Yeah, that sort of thing. I want to write a book about marketing design and... That'll be my sort of like theory book, I guess. Mm. Like that's the no practical maybe is the word that I mean. Maybe both. Practical theory book um, about marketing design, like sharing all my knowledge that I've learned over the years of like how to design a functioning, well-converting marketing website, how to be a solid marketing designer as a member of a team, like the, the practical, like the work side of it. I want to write that. I think it'll be necessary. I think it'll be good. But then there's also this other book that I've been talking about for a while now, which is sort of like about life as a designer. Yeah. I think I first started talking about it. Ooh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but that's still something that I'm slowly working on. And it's much more like a, a slower pace, that one. So like the marketing design book will definitely come out before that one, if that makes sense. Right. But the main things that I want to do for that second book, the other book is talk to more designers, especially designers early in their careers. Um, and as part of that, I've been wondering if like, maybe I should open up mentoring sessions as well. Mm-hmm. So it sort of be like a, a quid pro quo, you know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying <laughs> to say. <laughs> Where like, I can help people, but I'll also be learning. learning for myself what problems newer designers are facing. Totally. So yeah, I think that might be a thing I take on because I have people asking me about it all the time, especially since you started Femme. I've had someone who's oh, really? like, hey, Femme's <laughs> doing this and I had a session with her. It was really great. I'd love to have a similar one with you. And Aww. I'm like, oh, that's nice, but I don't offer it. <laughs> so maybe I'll start. I don't know. That's, it's not a plan. Yeah. It's an idea at this stage. Yeah, fair enough. I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do. Um, I would also really like to make a second font this year. It was fun mm-hmm. making Grayscale. It's mm-hmm. fun getting sales for it. And I don't know, seeing it in use has been really cool. So I would love to add to that my like digital product collection, I suppose, as a thing that I work on, sort of like time box, make it happen. Now that I know the process, I'm sure it'll be a bit bit quicker than last time. Yeah. Uh, I also want to offer like a, an update to Grayscale. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As I've been using the font myself for various things, I found myself wishing that there was one that was a little messier one where the perhaps the letters didn't all sit perfectly on the baseline so that it would look even more handwritten. And so I'm going to offer like a, I'm going to make that version of the font with sort of like a less perfect baseline and then offer it as a, a different style. So you can choose 
if you want your grayscale nicely in a line or if you want it a little bit chaotic. Fancy. I like it. Yeah. So that's the thing that I'm going to add to. I'm also going to produce a second season of Inside Marketing Design, that series that I started last year. And I'm really excited that I have a team in place now who will hopefully be able to help with a lot of the lift of that. And I want to find um, someone to edit the like video audio of it as well so that I don't have to do any sort of the production work for it. Yeah, I just want to show up and do the interview and hand someone else the files and um, have other people make everything else happen. Yeah, so fair enough, we'll fair enough. <laughs> but, but that's the plan. I would also like to get two speaking opportunities is what I've written down on my list. Oh, uh, nice. That'd be great if I could give two talks this year, host two workshops, whatever it is. Would love that. I mentioned my newsletter before a bit, but that's something that I'm, I started really with the idea of writing the marketing design book in mind, you know, so that by the time I, that book is released, I've got like a list of people who've already been reading a lot of my writing about marketing design and might be interested in buying a book about it. That is very smart. Yes. So I want to keep that going and publish that every, every single week. And um, I would like to do some, have some like guest curated issues this year as well. I think it'd be fun mm -hmm. to offer up mm -hmm. my audience as a platform for other people. So yeah, my assistant is working on that right now. Like, um, what the process for that would be and we'll see if we can make that happen but those are my main like projects that i'll be working on in 2021 it's really nothing new it's all stuff that i've done before or have started in the past or thought about in the past but it feels like just a year where i don't need to add anything in new or different to my list um and i just want to dig in and go deeper on the stuff that i'm doing yeah it's like taking it to the next level yeah that's a good way of putting it mm -hmm. have you thought at all about sequencing like when you're going to do these projects throughout the year what are you going to start with do you have like a strategy in your mind of like hey first I'm going to do this and then like then I'll do this one next or how are you kind of approaching that because that's something I feel like I struggle with where like at the beginning of the year I have a lot of like energy and momentum and excitement I'm like yes I'm gonna do all these things and then I get overwhelmed because I'm trying to do all of them at once and I'm like too excited and I just want to do everything like as soon as possible that I then kind of often will lose momentum or just like kind of burn myself out a little bit in that process so yeah I'm curious like how far ahead are you planning some of this stuff are you thinking about sequencing throughout the year any thoughts there? Well, I'm starting off with the focus being on the marketing design book. Like that's something I want to have written in the first half of the year. Okay, cool. So I, I figure that I'm going to do that. And then in the second half of the year is when I might open up mentoring sessions and like shift focus to that life as a designer type of um, book that I've wanted to write for a while. I don't know when the font will come in. I don't know when the second season of Inside Marketing Design <laughs> will come in. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably the font will be second half of the year and, and Inside Marketing Design the first half. But because of 2020 and like, I don't know, being burned by making plans and them not being able to come to fruition, I'm sort of taking it month by month. My focus for this month, like I said, is the newsletter. That wasn't just an example. It actually is my focus. Getting ahead with it, getting good systems in place, having, I want to end the month with all of my guest curators for the year, like lined up, ready to go, you know, or at least a list of potential people to reach out to in the first, you know, first couple of months for the year um, with that lined up ready to go so that's how I'm doing it what about you and I know you said that this is what you're struggling with but what are you planning on doing so far 
at first I was like, oh, I'm so excited about the membership thing. Maybe I'll work on that first and like plan to have that out by the end of January. Yeah, that's definitely not happening. So (laughs) uh, I don't know. I've also been really excited about the events and like I have an idea of a first event that I want to do. So maybe I'll just start there and get that going first and kind of see how that goes. Um, But yeah, honestly, I'm not I'm not really organized in this area. I, I, I think this is a place I could improve upon actually and sort of planning a little bit more ahead, thinking about sequencing things a little bit more strategically. So yeah, I don't know. I think my approach has been like, take it as it comes, but we'll see how that goes in this first quarter, I think. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's smart. Take it, just take it as it comes. Um, should really be all of our goal for 2021. What about non-side hustle stuff though? Like personal stuff or like work yeah, things? Yeah, anything else. Like more personal stuff is I guess what I'm thinking of. Like, is there anything that you have in your plan for the year on that side? Well, I would love to see my family this year. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Same. <laughs> To see my family, not yours necessarily. Yeah, well, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, that would be lovely. Um, probably won't get to go to New Zealand this year, but hoping maybe they'll be able to come visit here. Uh, we'll see how vaccinations go. That would be really lovely. Something else my partner Owen and I are thinking about is actually driving cross country <laughs> and um, going to work from Vancouver for like six weeks in the spring. Fun. Yeah, so... We're thinking about doing that. It's really hard to plan for it because of life, you know, what's going on at the moment. So, like, it's really difficult for us to make any plans. We're kind of just trying to, like, organize it as much as possible without committing so that when we're ready to commit, we can just do it. (laughs) But that's really difficult to do. Um, So, yeah, I would really like to do that. I think a change of scenery would be nice. I want to be in the mountains and, like, with, with Kaya, my dog. So, that's something that we're planning to do this year otherwise I've been thinking about setting myself this is like so random so sorry if nobody's interested in this but I've been thinking about setting myself some hiking goals like distance elevation things like that Uh, I use an app called all trails I don't know if anyone else uses it but I I learned at the end of last year they actually give you this like year in review where it shows you like how many hikes you did your elevation your total distance you're like average pace things like that and now I'm like oh I might set myself some like hiking goals so I haven't set them yet um, but it's something I'm thinking about maybe doing a bit more intentionally this year I actually want to do some backcountry hiking uh, which is kind of like literally going into the bush with like nothing no supplies so you have to bring everything on your own so it will be a bit of a like mental and physical challenge so yeah those are some of the things I'm thinking about personally I love it that sounds great. What about you? I would also like to visit my family. I would like to get to New Zealand at some point. Um, right now, like I'm willing to pay the managed isolation fee, but what I'm not willing to do is put myself at risk of catching COVID on the way to a COVID-free place. Yeah, fair like, enough. And with the case numbers at the moment in Europe, um, I just don't want to go to an airport. I don't want to be anywhere near an airport yeah. or a plane. Yeah. Like, even if people have to get a test 72 hours before getting on or whatever, like they could still catch it the day before the flight and yeah. infect me with it accidentally. And I'm just too afraid of that at the moment. It doesn't feel worth the risk. But at some point, I would like to get to New Zealand. This summer, because I'm like anticipating it'll be another summer 
not traveling right (laughs) but i like not getting on planes at least i would love to be doing some road trips um some friends of ours here in valencia did a long-term car rental over the summer and i would like to do something similar i would love for us to be able to do road trips within spain like maybe europe's in a place where we can do road trips to somewhere else in europe um, in the summertime that would be really cool so um yeah those are my like soft soft plans for yeah. uh, other stuff yeah yeah well they're kind of similar actually we both want to mm-hmm. see family and mm-hmm. we both want a change of scenery explore, <laughs> yeah and, and, and but explore our local areas yes well. yes yes yeah definitely cool well i hope everyone listening is i don't know i know we sort of started off a bit negative i'm aware of that now talking about our feelings on going back to work but uh, i hope you get the sense that overall we are optimistic about this year and you know we're still making plans and moving forward in our careers and in our lives even if we perhaps can't do other things that we hope we can um and yeah i hope that everyone listening is able to able to do that too this year that maybe it won't be the year that you hoped just like last year wasn't but um we can still do small things to to make progress towards our goals yeah I hope it's going to be a better year. (laughs) Me too. Me too. And we will be here meeting every week to chat about it as it goes on. I'm looking forward to seeing your progress on these projects, Fem. And we'll all, I'm sure, get to hear about it. Likewise. As as the year progresses. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, listener, for tuning into this, you know, inaugural episode we do every, every year. Uh, If you want to listen to more episodes of Design Life, you can go to designlife.fm. You can also search for Design Life on your favorite podcasting app. Yes, please do. And if you feel like you're able to, we'd love your support over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash design life. Yeah, that's just a, a monthly a monthly membership I guess where you can join our Slack community and just sort of show a little support for the show if it's been useful for you alright we'll catch up next week see you then bye bye